Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, a registered dietitian nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to talk about this idea of starting to trust our bodies. After the last couple of weeks, we've been spending so much time talking about dieting. We've been talking about the language when it comes to dieting. We've talked about the different diets that are popular when we've been talking about different patterns of eating that are probably disguised as dieting. And so today I wanted to bring you a different approach to this and talk to you about this idea of learning to trust your body. When we are constantly in a state that we're dieting, then it's very difficult to be able to tune into what our body needs and to gain that trust that we've somehow lost along the way. When we are little kids, I think we have this, we have so much trust in our body, but somewhere along the way we lose it. And so it's just today we're going to talk about this idea of how do we start to regain that, uh, that body trust. And so let's dig in a little bit more into this topic of healing our bodies and learning to trust our bodies. We're talking about turning towards our body with kindness and love and acceptance. And most of the information that I found out there about body trust was focused on a center called Center for Body Trust, where their sole mission is to be able to find this liberation and learning how to trust their body. And so I want to talk about a little bit about this today. There is body trust is, is a trademark name and it was basically, or the centers for body trust is essentially this trademarked organization that is really having this idea that there is a radical revisioning of what it is to have acceptance in your body and that you are kind of going against the the conventional idea of food and body image and all the different things concerned with weight in our culture. So it's this idea that you're having a shift in paradigm, that you're not going to be focusing so much on what you look like on the outside and you're kind of getting out of your head and you're going to be in this place that you're dealing with your body with with kindness And some of this is exploring self-compassion and really rejecting this idea that you need to change or that you need, that something is wrong with your body and that you are the problem. And so, so much of the time, I think when it comes to dieting, there's always this idea or there is this idea that somehow something is wrong with you. So if you are not at a certain weight, or you don't look a certain way that somehow you are the problem because you're not doing enough to be able to look the way that you desire. And so this idea of body trust is really this idea of rejecting that mentality and really trying to listen to what your body needs and honoring that. Because the idea behind body trust is that you, your body knows what it needs and only when you tap into that will you know what, what it is that your body needs and that you don't have to judge yourself based on what diet culture is telling you. And I think the, the bigger thing in all of this is acknowledging the way that your body's showing up for you and kind of just 
getting into a practice that you're learning to have some self-acceptance. So it's not like a diet in any way. It's something that is, or the idea of it is that you find true healing when it comes to your relationship with food. So body trust was essentially, or the centers for body trust was designed and developed by a therapist and a dietitian. So the therapist is Rudina Sturdivant and the RD, the dietitian is Hilary Kinnevy. And they basically, I think, were working independently and then they formed this Centers for Body Trust together because I think independently they started to feel like they were doing the same things and trying to help clients in a way that maybe wasn't working for clients and they felt that maybe they were doing more harm than good. And so the goal behind what what books they've written and just their institute in general is that they are trying to have women really have this acceptance and to really start to trust themselves with their body. Their philosophy is when we talk about body trust in general, is this idea that you're taking care of your whole body and that when it comes to food, so many times we as women think of food based on what it can do to help us lose weight, or we are thinking of food as the composition of food that's going to help with our hunger and cravings and our hormones. And that we are really just focusing on food as like what it can do to provide something within our body, prevent disease. But the approach that they use in in this idea of gaining body trust is really interesting because it makes it, the approach with food is much bigger. So they start to really start to think about this idea of using food as nourishment, food as comfort, food as healing, food as love, connection, and just so much more for different people, different cultures. And there's this idea that with food, which I think probably all of you can agree, and myself included, is that food is relational and it's interactional. And so this idea of body trust is this this idea that your your body is able to know what it needs, but we have to really start to figure out how to trust it first. And so for so many of us, we've been on diets on and off for so many years. Most women have been on and off diets since they were little. And so it might be 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, whatever, maybe more, maybe less. And so it's just this idea that you are starting to really become in tune and connected with yourself so that you can start to trust what it needs. And the bigger mission here is that there is this idea that like nothing is wrong with you because you're not fitting this ideal, but rather the ideal is wrong. And so it's putting more of the emphasis on like what you need to do and how you feel and what makes you feel good instead of restricting and depriving yourself to fit an ideal that might not be something that even applies to you as most times it doesn't. So the background when we talk about body trust is this idea that women in general have a pretty complex and and complicated relationship with our bodies. And it's informed by lots of different things. It could have been informed by parents. It could be by your friends, your peers. For most of us, we've had experiences that maybe had us have some shame or discomfort about our body. There is this pervasiveness in diet culture that we need to look a certain way. So that's certainly what you see on TV or magazine covers or what's on social media that kind of forms this ideal. And all of those things really, the more we abide by them or we listen to them, take us away from what is right for us. 
And so a lot of times I think when you're talking to your friends or you're talking to other women, when we are talking about how we are being quote unquote healthy, so much of that language comes and the words that we use are really tied into diet culture talk because it's so pervasive in our culture, no matter where you live. And so a lot of times when women are talking to other women, it's what what you're eating and what you're avoiding. And maybe it's what your body looks like today or how you're feeling or what you want it to look like. And then maybe you're even talking about how much exercise you did or you didn't do. And so a lot of times when women get to this place that they're ready to try this idea of trusting their bodies, it's because they've been doing this diet cycle over and over and over again, and they don't want to keep doing it. They've done the overeating and then the, they've done the over restriction and then the overeating and then the over restriction and the overeating so many times, and they know they can't keep doing it. And so I think when you're in a place that you're ready to start having some trust in your body, you're probably also in a place where you're just kind of sick and tired of beating yourself up and not wanting to do it anymore. It's really hard in this world that we're living in to really talk about. I think it just gets so tricky when you're talking about bodies and health in one way, but then there's also this idea that you're trying to avoid harm in talking to people about it, right? So like you want to be able to talk to people, at least I think even as a healthcare practitioner, it's like you want to have people do different things and to manage and do certain behaviors so that they can prevent chronic disease and whatever it is that they're trying to avoid. But then how do you do that in a way that you're not causing harm or further shaming an individual who already has probably a pretty extensive history of shame about their body? And so it's a really tricky I think it's a really tricky line to walk because you're trying to help them, but not further enhance any of the negative feelings that they're already thinking or feeling about their body. And so the goal when it comes to body trust is to really get to a place that you're finding the balance and realigning with with yourself. And so much of the work when you're talking about trying to gain more trust in your body is between you and your body. And really trying to figure out what it is that you love about yourself and not what society is telling you to love about yourself. So focusing on things that you like about you, not what society is saying that makes you lovable or makes you likable or makes you feel a certain way. So it's this idea that you are, you're going to let go of any of the judgment that you carry for others, but then also letting go of any of the judgment that you carry about yourself too. And so... I think a lot of us, we don't really talk about this, but I think a lot of people hold such judgment about their own weight and it's very easy to then put that on other people. So for instance, if, and I'm guilty of this too, and I feel like I'm pretty like up on some of the stuff with body neutrality, but I do find myself doing this if I'm going to be honest. But you know, you have like that coworker that gains weight and then you're saying something about it or that coworker that lost weight and you're saying something. It's very easy if we're not thinking about it to be like, oh my gosh, what did they do? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And so it's this idea that you're kind of getting away from that because my suspicion is, is that if you're having some judgment about yourself, you're also going to be able to then do that for other people because it's just because you're just carrying that judgment around. So most of the information, again, when we're talking about body trust has to do with the centersforbodytrust.com. And basically they, these authors or these founders of this essentially wrote a book about, about body trust. The name of their book, if you want, if you're really interested in this is called Reclaiming Body Trust and their website is centersforbodytrust.com. 
And so how do they do this? How do these practitioners get to a place that they are talking to women about learning to trust their bodies? Well, first, so because all of this sounds really enticing, right? It sounds like, well, who doesn't want to love their body? And who doesn't want to be in a place that you're finding realignment and balance in your life? Well, I think that it can be really difficult for people to take this step because it's very different than how we as women were raised. I think for a lot of times we are women, we abide by some, most of us have some kind of rule or guideline or plan or something that we're following in our head. But when we're talking about body trust, you're doing the opposite because you don't want any of those things anymore because you're trying to really tap into what your body wants and what you need and to really get to a place that you're learning to trust yourself. So typically there's not going to be a lot of diet talk in that. And I think that could be something that's different. There's no rules or guidelines. So for chronic dieters, it's very different to go from a mindset that you're following rules and that you know if you follow those rules, then you can achieve those goals. Because the goal in this idea of having body trust is that you're focusing on your own knowing, but you have to do that work and really kind of start to deepen, to dive into yourself to really get to that place that you that you can figure out what the knowing is. They say that when you're working with these practitioners, so you have these two ladies that have the Centers for Body Trust, and they have different programs. And what they say is that everybody is different. Some people lose weight, some people gain weight, some people maintain their weight, and everybody is different. But remember the goal in programs where you're trying to, in any program where you're trying to heal your relationship with food or your body, you don't, it's the focus is not going to be on weight loss. The focus is more on the healing process of healing that relationship as opposed to getting to a place that you're losing weight. So it ends up being a, a non-conventional approach, an approach that people don't always like to go because I think most people are like, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. And some of the other things that can be a little bit tricky is that a lot of this, it just takes time to rebuild that relationship with yourself and to rebuild trust with yourself. And it tends to be these like small acts that you do repeatedly over time. And so you're not going to get that like quick fix that a lot of people want. So I think you have to be your most women that that are intrigued by this idea of body trust are probably in a place that they've done everything for so long and nothing has worked. So they're in a place that they want to do something different. And so there's a lot of experimentation that goes on because you're trying to figure out what is right for you and your body. So how does this process work? How do these women help reclaim reclaim your body? So they typically follow three, three steps. And the first is the rupture. The second is the reckoning. And the third is the reclamation. So the first step is called the rupture. It's this idea of exploring your story when it comes to your relationship with your body and how you used it to help you survive and cope in the world. What's so interesting is if you go on the centersforbodytrust.com, they have a part there and they have this button that you can click on and it talks about story prompts. And if you open it up, and I'll leave this in the show notes because that way you can get some more information about it. They ask you as they ask you some questions, they prompt you with some questions. And I think they're really interesting. And the idea is to really try to explore this idea of what happened in your life that impacted the relationship that you had with your body. Like what happened that changed you from that like little girl who didn't even think about her body to being someone who is who has this disrupted, disordered relationship, this disconnected relationship with your body, as most of women, most of us have. 
And so it really, I'm reading some of the questions and it's things that I've never really tapped into. So I'm going to read a couple of them to you because I think it's really, if this is a topic that you are interested in, this idea of reconnecting with yourself and having trust when it comes to your body, I think some of these questions are pretty valuable. So some of the questions I ask, there's, there's, there's a couple, but one of them is when and how did you first get the message that your body was a problem? When did you first try to change your body? When was your first diet? And when did you hit diet bottom? And what happens in between? How did your relationship with your body morph and change over the years? So how did it change as you entered puberty, as you entered high school, adulthood, middle age, senior years? And what experiences have affected this lifelong relationship with your body? What kind of struggles have you had with food? When did they begin? What happened over time? And I think this one's really interesting. If you wrote a letter to your body, what would you say? And then they end it with, what are you no longer willing to tolerate? So those aren't all the questions. There's a, there's a couple writing prompts in there that if you're interested in, I would definitely look into that. I just find it really interesting because how many of us have really taken that Um, I've never, as I'm reading some of these prompts, I've never explored some of these things. So it would be really interesting. I think I'm actually going to do that, kind of dive into this a little bit bigger, a little bit deeper so that I can get to a place and I'm having a little bit more trust. So maybe that's something that's, that you're interested in too. The second step is called the reckoning. And in this step, these practitioners really start to, I think this, they call this is like the hard part when you read that book. And so This is really, I think, this part where you're like coming to Jesus and you're thinking, gosh, what hasn't worked? Maybe you're having some grief about what your body looks like after you've had a baby or an injury or just maybe years of being sedentary. And really, you get really into this idea of what hasn't worked, really figuring out if there's anything that will work for you or what is next for you. And I think this is probably a really hard stage because it's trying to, it's like the body grief, right? The hard part. And I think this is the part where you're in this place where you're, okay, what's the truth for me? What does that look like? So it's a lot of hard work. I mean, even looking at those questions, I think that's probably some hard work to first kind of explore the history of your body, but then really digging into what hasn't worked in the past, what are you willing to do, and then moving forward. I think that can be tricky. So my guess is that's why they're also using a therapist and a dietitian to kind of help you explore that, what that looks like for you with the goal of having some kind of freedom from the relationship that you're having with food and your body at present. And then the last step is called the reclamation. And it's this idea that you are reclaiming yourself, that you are starting to own yourself, that you are in this place, that you, that your voice matters and that you are in charge of you and you know what it is that's going to help make you trust your body. And, and and so it's this idea that you're reclaiming, or they, they say it's this, that you're reclaiming your body, your voice, your story, and your own damn self. So if you're interested in this idea of body trust, you should definitely look into this website, centersforbodytrust.com. And again, they're on their website, they talk about this idea of these of the kind of your body story. And that's when the body story prompts button is there that you can check out. 
And then they also have some books for you on their websites that also helps to reclaim your body trust in addition to their book. So remember the name of their book, and I'll put all this in the show notes, is called Reclaiming Body Trust, but they also recommend other books too that they think is that they recommend. Some of the books they recommend are The Journey of Radical Permission. I'll put this in the show notes too. They talk about Cheryl Street book, Tiny Beautiful Things. They talk about, they talk about lots of different, the Anti-Diet book by Christy Harrison. They talk about Shrill by Lindy West. And I think that's actually a TV show too. And if you have littler kids, they talk about how to raise an intuitive eater. And if you're somebody who is dealing with some kind of self-image related to having a marginalized, a marginalized lived experience, there is also another book and there too, Decolonizing Wellness. So there's some really good resources in here. So I wanted to provide something to you that was informational, that was different from the dieting approach, especially if you're in a place that you don't want to do that anymore and you are interested in doing some deeper work when it comes to starting to heal your relationship with food in your body. Thank you so much for listening today. I will leave that information for you in the show notes so that if it is something that interests you, you can go check it out. They have a lot of really good resources on their website. I will see you guys back here next week. Have a good week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. Don't forget to grab your freebie. You can find the link in your show notes or over at trishard.com. I'll see you back here next week.